him with chain. Walloping web snappers. Wahopping. Welcome and hello to Level Select, a podcast about the best slash iconic levels in video games. It can be a multiplayer map, a chapter, an act, a mission. It It's completely irrelevant as long as it's a particular section of a game. And I am your host, Robert Beach. And what is on our plate this episode? Marco Villipando. Hey, what's up? Uh, well, for this episode, it's going to be uh, Ultimate Spider-Man for the PS2. Ultimate Spider-Man for the PS2, GameCube, Xbox. It was definitely a multi-platform game. And interestingly enough, I like just doing some research. It's funny, like like the the most talked about um, and quote-unquote important Spider-Man game, Spider-Man 2, was just a year before Ultimate Spider-Man. Obviously, it was made by Treyarch, and there's a lot of carryover, or you know, like they they worked with the same game, so like you know, just carry over to the next project. It's like, of course, we're gonna try something new here. Mm. So, 2004, Spider-Man 2, based off the Spider-Man 2 film, and then the next year you have Ultimate Spider-Man coming out in September of 2005. Now, is there anything you want to discuss about Ultimate Spider-Man just right off the bat? Um, it, well, it's definitely one of probably like my personal favorite of the past Spider-Man games. Um, as much as I love two, I absolutely love two, but uh, I feel like I, I, I uh, Ultimate Spider-Man was a more memorable experience for my for me. Uh, in that you know it wasn't going for uh, what do you call it? Uh, looking like like the film or anything like that. It was going for more stylized right. uh, New York, uh, basing it super stylized, like, super stylized based off of. Mark Bagley's art in the uh, at the time the current the running Ultimate Spider-Man comics. So it, to me, it felt it was a lot more memorable. It was a lot more dynamic um, to me. Yeah, like right when you mentioned Ultimate Spider-Man, it's like it's, it's like yeah, like I have fond memories of Spider-Man too, but then I kept on forgetting. Like, fuck, I think I I think I liked Ultimate Spider-Man a lot more because I, I I'm just remembering like it's pretty much like. E- more simplified version of Spider-Man 2, but there's there's more marvelness, more comic bookness there's involved. Little, there's a little bit more personality into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well you don't have Tobey Maguire behind mm. the, oh, <laughs> behind the yeah. voice cast in here. You, you have someone who actually wants to be Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He wasn't there just, you know, because they were contractually, contractually obligated to. Yeah, those are kind of like deflating to watch and kind of kind of hard to watch. Like some of the behind the scenes videos of like them trying to like promote the movie that's based the the game that's based off of the the film. They watch watching like Kirsten Dunst or Tobey Maguire like trying to like, oh yeah, I'm doing another film. You know, video games are a big important art form and all that. And uh, it's like, all right, is, is my two minutes up? Okay, all right, can, can I go now? All right, uh, next next uh, journalist. All right, cool. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Right off the bat, again, it was made by Treyarch, the same people who've been doing a ton of Spider-Man games for a while now. Like, obviously, the, the, the movie games at the time, 1, 2, and 3. But before then, there was, like, a ton of uh, PlayStation 1 and, like, Dreamcast games as well. I, I forget which ones, but just the, the really early polygonal Spider-Man games... That, that it just like you know like it's, it's it, it it tries to be like a like a third person action game, but then it, it's just like well it'll throw a little bit throw a little bit of Marvel in there it's it, it's it's okay from where I remember like I don't have like any like fond memories of that but uh, definitely Ultimate Spider-Man was the, like one of the, the standouts so it, it seemed kind of short 
for for what it was. It, it was definitely open world, correct? Yeah, definitely. It was a, a fully okay. explorable uh, Manhattan and Queens, if I recall. Uh, but yeah, it was like yeah, it had a pretty short uh, like camp, like you know, main campaign. But it had it offered mm-hmm. like a ton of side content, you know, with what with like what racing um, alongside with uh, the Human Torch. Uh, like you know, okay. do, uh, doing what is it, like like gang faction um, fights, like little tours or whatever, patrolling around the city that way, uh, stuff like that. Go beat up this gang uh, and all that. It's, it's, yeah. It seems pretty simple, yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. So, like I said, it was developed by Treyarch, and some of the key people involved in Ultimate Spider-Man were Brian Reed, Steve McNeely, Chris Busey, and I think it's Busey or Bussy. I think it's Bussy, and Travis Eastep. I could be butchering it, I usually butcher them. But first off, like pretty much like every person I just mentioned, every dude I, I just mentioned worked on Spider-Man 2, either as a modeler or additional design. And I'll, I'll just go off and just run off the, the, their current history right now. So Brian Reed, he was the lead game, dev- game designer on Ultimate Spider-Man. And that was actually his final game as a designer. Reed then went on to write slash co-write Spider-Man Web of of Shadows, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, and later became a franchise writer for Halo with Halo 5, Halo Wars 2, and those two twin-stick shooters, Spartan Strike and Assault. And then Steve McNally, he stayed at Treyarch for design work on Spider-Man 3 and Web of Shadows until he was a senior systems designer on Bioshock Infinite. Then we go over to the creative director, Chris Bussey. He later on became a general manager on a variety of games from Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, and Gears of War 4. Last one, lead level lead level builder was Travis Eastup. Later, he left Activision after Transformers Revenge of the Fallen for Enhanced Digital as a lead artist. I have no idea what Enhanced Digital does exactly, but that's what he said in his LinkedIn. So I, I, there, there was some a little bit of like behind the scenes um, footage that was shot. It's, it's usually hard to like find um, some articles or, or like interviews, mostly based off of um, games in, in this, in this before the 360 era. Because so it's like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, it looks like a cool, cool, fun game. Like, okay, that's that's the mo the, the pretty much the extent of the uh, journalistic capabilities. Yeah, the most you would be able to of, of the mainstream at the time. Yeah, the yeah. most you'd be able to find is maybe like, oh, here, like somebody at like G4 TV or something would be able to do like a little like a short like documentary on it or something. Like have a little exactly. bit of a peek, but that's about it. Exactly, and that was included in the limited edition of Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh man, I recall. So G4, I recall yeah. watching the, that that all the time. Yeah, it was, it was actually pretty neat. Like the the, the the first the first fourth of it is all just like, all right, let's get let's let's get Stanley in here and start talking about Spider Man. I'm sure they talk about the creation of Spider Man like literally two thousand times before in in front of pet press or people who've interviewed him. He's probably got it memorized. But right after that, pretty much, yeah. But right after that, um, it starts to get into the nitty gritty of like how the pitch of Ultimate Spider-Man, the game, started happening. So June 2003, the developer, Treyarch, just started started the development on it, and which like, seems like a, like a no-brainer for me, enlisted Brian Michael Bendis and Mark Bagley. Brian Michael Bendis, um, a now like infamous um, Marvel writer, and, and just like writer in general. You, you can't like uh, go anywhere in the Marvel like current run, current like 2000 or 2010 runs of any like event or like main series comic without like summoning comp upon his name. But um, if, if you want to talk a little bit about that, that pair, like Mark Bagley and uh, Bendis. Well, yeah, they they were pretty much the the group, the team that like spearheaded the whole uh, Ultimate line of comics. You know, their 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 comic being um, Ultimate Spider-Man back in like oof, what was it? Like early 2000s, like I want to say like 2001, 2002. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. it was just like you know at the time during comics, it was like you know sales were going a bit stale. The, the continuity was getting so confusing for for new readers that they figured, well, hey, what if we you know decide to do kind of like a little semi like reboot uh, in another set in another universe where it's like okay, here are the characters that you're familiar with. 
but we're gonna make them a little bit different. Uh, we're gonna modernize some, you know, some some of the characters too that's been around since like the 60s. Right. It, about the Clone Wars mm. or like Norman Osborn impregnating Gwen, Gwen uh, Stacy for some reason. Yeah. Right. Uh, so then, none yeah, of that. Where this guy's like, you know, and with the big confusing mess that was probably like, you know, Spidey's uh, uh, comics at the time. They just brought it back to the basic where it's like, hey, what if, like, you know, it's a story about this 15, 16 year old kid who gets bitten by a spider? Keep it as simple as that to begin with. And just tweaking the continuity, you know, and, pre- and pretty much going from the- from there. And that ultimate universe, like, I was remember, I was seeing a story of, of just the creation and an eventual downfall of the ultimate universe. It, it was uh, Brian Michael Bendis and. Um, Oh gosh, Mark Millar? Yeah, Millar. That's Millar, right. Millar, yeah. He, okay. he was the one that was uh, writing on uh, Fantastic Four. And Fantastic Four the and Ultimates. the Ultimates, yes. right? Yes. Which were the Avengers of the Ultimates mm-hmm. universe. Which are far more, I, I guess you could say, cynical? I get uh, of of the entire like Marvel universe. Mm, totally, I could say. Compared to what, what's going on with uh, Spider-Man. Definitely, yeah. But Long story short, the ultimate Spider-Man universe eventually became the the pretty much the sole survivor of that universe because they had this like one event comic where like they just basically said, you know what, let's just let's just nuke this entire like uh, ultimate universe and just save the one th- one good thing about it that's going on right now, which was Miles Morales. Yeah, he's the only remnant of the ultimate universe um, over because he because he gave someone like a hamburger i remember mm-hmm. that yeah yeah they, i guess the premise of it was like the destruction of the ultimate universe was like oh hey what if like you know uh s- standard galactus you know just appeared on, in the ultimate universe out of nowhere and well <laughs> bad things happened that one is expected so all right there we go so that was the other thing too um do you know which issues it was based off of? Because it was definitely tackling tackling the the Venom run. I, 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 was, I can't give you like, a specific uh, like issue number, but yeah, there was definitely like a okay. uh, like a little. It was it was based loosely upon like the Venom arc, uh, where they re- were we were they were reintroducing okay. Venom, uh, not like as an alien life form that you know uh, just appeared on on Pete one day. And in this case, it was more like. A bit of background. Uh, cure for it, cancer. It was a cure for thing, cancer like... that um, Pete's dad, who was a, I guess, a well-known uh, scientist, was developing alongside what was it, Eddie Brock Senior or something. Yeah, oh, senior? senior. Okay, I thought it was like Daddy Brock uh, or well, I, I don't Eddie, know Bro- his first Eddie name. Brock's dad. It could be Eddie Brock Senior. I can't exactly recall, but uh, gotcha. Yeah, they were uh, both working on that, but it was deemed uh, too dangerous. Lo and behold, a few you know years later, after their their deaths, you know, young Eddie Brock meets up with Pete and saying, "Hey, they were working on this. Maybe we can, you know, continue um, that work." And but ultimately, it resulted in Venom. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember, like it was, it was kind of confusing at first when I was fir- first playing it. Um, it was I was actually going through like Blockbuster and, and I saw it, rented it, and it's like I, I did. I was vaguely familiar with Spider-Man because I was just seeing the movies and not really reading any of the background at all. It's, it's, it's like what, what is this? It's, it's, it's like you're fighting Venom in, in, in a football, and, and like for some reason your parents are involved. It's, it, was just, it was just like. It was like a wild jump in, in, into um, a story. It, it, it just kicked off right off the bat there. Yeah, because it was like a younger Pete, a younger Eddie Brock. Why not have it happen in a football field for some reason? Yeah, exactly. It was right off uh, campus. So what I wanted to mention also, there's a little bit of cli- a couple of clips from the uh, G4 um, little documentary they had going on. Just, just del- del- delving into the more of the bit behind the scenes, seeing like they, they really like just that creative team of um, Chris Bussey, Brian Michael Bendis, and I forget who else. There's there someone else in, in, in involved, but it, it was just those three just trying to craft a story from the comic books and, and just trying to integrate it into like a cohesive game. On top of that, like Mark Bagley also did all pretty much all of the character concepts. Which is kind of funny because like you just look at the comic books and it's like why do we need kind of character concepts and it's like oh you know like like flush out the character a little bit more for the the modelers and all that yeah because you can only you can only gleam so much off of like some panels uh, in a comic book exactly gonna, uh, it would really be helpful especially that they got help from Mark Bagley himself to actually like 
you know, give them more of a turnarounds for models like that. It, yeah. I can see how that was really helpful. Exactly. You you, you got to see like how, how exactly round is the Green Goblin's ass. Exactly. If not, exactly. I'm just going to make it as round as I can. <laughs> I'll see what I can get away with. <laughs> so they enlisted Mark Bagley to create the character concepts. And eventually, they, they just decided like they, they just need to have a completely different look to it. And they, that introduced... Just, just the the overtly like the, the the absolute most comic booky the comic book looking game that's that's been done pretty much ever. I would, I would say. I'd say so. Like one of the most like true to life with the integrating motion motion graphics involved or motion comics. I forgot what the exact terminology is. But eventually they they, they create new shit like a new shader for the graphics. Introduce like a three D complicating technology i think it's, it's 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 called so we wrote a new shader from the ground up it's a combination of texture maps and our own shader technology we use a very high polygon model to achieve the inking south these characters are up to 7000 polygons he's closer to 9000 polygons 3d comic inking technology is something we created here in house what it does is it creates this comic feel for the game. When you see the characters, they're just more three-dimensional. There's more depth, there's more shadows. You're seeing these characters as if you're really standing right in front of them. But it's just a completely different look from, from the previous game. And just the introduction of, of, of that panel system was just so incredibly striking. And you, you kind of saw that before with the uh, the Ang Lee Hulk, where they, where they tried it, it, it was just basically like picture in picture mode of, of like different scenes. But th- th- this one was like like far more like true to life, like f- far more I guess you could say, like uh, Dark Man. Definitely. If you're using like a like a movie comparison mm. there. No, definitely that that was probably one of the, like the aesthetic choices that um, really like made it appealing to me at the time even. Even nowadays, it's I I absolutely love that that it kept itself so true to the comics. Try to like really ride right. that line to be like, oh hey, you're you're playing a comic book. The motion graphics panels really drive not only our story, but they drive gameplay as well. So as Spider-Man, for instance, is swinging down the street and we've got a person trapped under a burning car, you'll have a panel that will fly up on the screen and then seamlessly integrate itself right back into gameplay. She's getting crushed. I don't have much time. Let the player know that there's a situation that they need to deal with. Yeah, not not just be like having the source material, but just like oh no, you're looking at like something that is like I would say like pretty much timeless because mm-hmm. just watching it today, it's like you know like you can just, you can you can like uh, do like a like a new like resolution pack, I guess you can say, or, or just like you maybe like tweak it a little bit there, just make it a little more HDified mm-hmm. or make it more like sixteen by nine aspect ratio, Definitely. and you know what. Done in there, like you know, throw it up on the store for like twenty, thirty dollars, and you're good. Exactly. Oh, yeah, all it needs is like a little bit of an upres and, and, and like textures and uh, just you know a little bit of a polish pass, and you're good. You're, you're great. Make a run on on a 1080, uh, you know, TV. Exactly. I mean, it's a little generalizing, but I'm sure it takes like years to actually oh, like upres certain games. Oh, totally. But uh, it, it it just seems like it will be like an easier transition. But. I, I was looking through some other like interesting details and like looking through the voice cast and it's like not, nothing too nothing nothing that much struck out to me, but I did see or I, I did see this one name pop up of Nick Fury, and oh. I sent you a link here. Let's like here. L- l- listen to it for for a few, few uh, for a minute or so. Oh. I, want, I want you to guess who it is. Guess who it is or see who the character. He's most infant. He's most famous for doing. Let's see who's, it's, it's loading up right now. Of course he is. Why else hit this target? What is that? Jamming device. High tech disposable. Blinds our eye in the sky. That's what we thought the boat had sunk. If Osborne is on the loose again, should we mobilize units around Parker? If we do our jobs, Parker will never even know this happened. Oh man, I, mm, I know who this is. Um, at least I think I know who it is. If you don't have the uh, voice actor, you can guess the famous character you, you voiced. Uh, was that is that Lee? Yep, that is uh, De- Dave Fenoy. Ah, Fenoy, there Fenoy. you go. 
Yeah, yeah. Lovely. I don't know if it's Fenery or Fenoicus, but it's, it it's is. Uh, yeah, Fenoy. Okay, yeah, it's, it's phonetically, yeah, it is Fenoy. But that, that is uh, Lee from The Walking Dead. That is his most famous character he did at uh, at that point. But before then, he was just doing like a bit character of Nick Fury, and it was another like big name that that uh, jumped out to me. Like I tried finding a clip of her, but like just. It's kind of hard to tell unless you're like really looking into it. Like it's kind of like looking through the clouds and seeing like 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 what shape it is. You have to have someone tell you, and so it's like, oh, I, I could see that now. But uh, the still silver stable, um, her her voice actor was actually Jennifer Hale Femshep. Oh, nice. Which was another little interesting interesting nugget. Like a lot of like these uh, actors just keep you know, they're they're. they're by definition, working actors, so you see them pretty much in just about everything. But it was just like a little nice to see, like, oh, that's neat. I'm trying to see like a little bit of it, like of the cast right now. I'm trying to like, hmm, are there any other that like stand out at me? Nah, really, yeah. I mean, there's there's, there's a couple of them where, where it's just like, I've seen you before. It like, wait a second, you're you're a you're like a C or D character in the Expanse here. You, you're like the husband to well, like no, a main uh, character. I see a pretty big name right here, um, who voices <clears throat> who voices uh, Electro in this game. Uh, you know, good old James Arnold Taylor. Wait a second. Oh crap! Okay. You know, Insomniac on Ratchet. <laughs> PS3 era Ratchet or, or is that, like. Which era of like Ratchet was it? Because I remember like in like the very first, like the original Ratchet and Clank, they, they had a completely different voice actor for Ratchet, uh, and hmm. kind of like changed from there. I think if it if it if it wasn't him in the first one, it was certainly him after that. He was uh, Ratchet from Going Commandos, the second mm -hmm. game. I see. Oh yeah, like oh crap! I didn't even notice that. Good find. Yeah, but that should do it for all the preamble stuff but now we can just get right into the actual level portion and what is the actual level portion who, who, who's spidey or venom fighting oh, here uh, this is the uh, portion in which he is uh chasing after and uh, eventually fighting against the rhino the rhino or the rhino and this is also like a neat little nugget too like the, uh, the 2005 e3 demo for ultimate spider-man was actually this entire section oh, yeah, that's gonna be see why. But yeah, like you you, you want to take over a little like like a little play by play. What 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 exactly happens? Well, okay. Um, let's see. I I kind of like reviewed the level like this morning just to be like mm -hmm. recall exactly what was <laughs> happening on there. But yeah, Not as far worry. as I can remember, uh, like uh, MJ is I guess is like listening to listening mm -hmm. in on like the news or something or uh on her laptop or something, and apparently. Like some sort of something described as a rhino, but larger, is uh, rampaging through the city, to which she, uh, you know, gives Pete the heads up and tells him to go, go help with that, and then mm -hmm. you know you see uh, Spider-Man, you know, arrive on the scene doing his you know his usual quipping, just following um, around this trail of just destruction and chaos. And you know, helping whoever he can along the way, and eventually finds himself with the rhino. Uh, and wherein you'll just have to chase after him, uh, try to trap him, and eventually uh, just throw down with him in a evacuated uh, car dealership. And like little little bits of in between, you're you're saving people, you're you're fighting like random criminals that that are like taking advantage of the the situation exactly. And then you get reached a point where like you're trying to actually fight Rhino, and he just like smacks the sh <laughs> smacks the shitty out of you against the wall. Hey, you! Is that a rhinoceros horn? Or you just have to be to see. I'm so scared I can't even finish my lame joke. Don't worry, ah, nothing's broken, except my spine, a few ribs. And like by that point, it's like, yeah, like Spider-Man's 
strong, but th th this this is like all metal. You can hardly break it, no matter how many times you punch his back. And eventually, you get to the point where like a uh, Spider-Man sees um, a, a, a bunch of like like a conk, like wet wet cement, and then like a a, a giant a wrecking ball. And it's like, hmm, okay, it seems like a, like a pretty easy situation to get into. Like all he's doing is just like trying to like bait him, break his yeah. back, bait yeah, him into exactly, the, just bait the him the into trap, that. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. He eventually does that, and it's like it's like oh, like that that that, that just exposes his back a little bit. So I, yeah, I, you I can take advantage of that. Just like yeah. keep on focusing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then he just goes into the the um, a, pretty much the abandoned car lot uh -huh. there. But that's 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 pretty much the the long and short story of of that entire section. But I don't know, I'm just curious, like what what exactly made you interested or like or came to the conclusion. That this is the best representative of Ultimate Spider-Man, or this is like your your favorite exactly? Well, I mean, to me, it was uh, ultimately just that uh, it was probably what like locked in or cemented, to pardon the pun, I guess, of uh, <laughs> uh, that I would really enjoy this game. Right. As you're, you know, that it's not just about like, oh, hey, I'm Spider-Man, I'm gonna fight all these bad guys. No, it's, it's you're seeing Spider-Man. You know, he's he's coming in, he's helping whoever he can. He's, you know, uh, quipping the entire time along the way, trying to, you know, trying to make the light of the situation. How about a guy dressed up like a teddy bear who gives hugs? How about that, huh? Just once, a huggy bear instead of a big rhino or, or a scorpion. Uh, and from there on, it just, you know, him actually, you know, facing the, the big old villain. Yeah, it kind of just encompasses the whole Spider-Man experience for me, uh, playing that game. I gotcha. Yeah, I remember it was toying a lot with the panels of it, where it's just displaying where exactly you should be focusing on, and it was definitely like early, early into the game as well. And I can see why it was, you know, used as a as a demo, like at, at E3 and all that, because it's a good, you know, vertical slice for a game. It gives you, you know, all the basic elements that you need in a Spider-Man game right there. Fighting, saving, Fighting's, never shutting fighting, up. Fighting, saving, right. quipping, having fun along the way. Exactly. Yeah, it's all there for me. Yeah, like another like an interesting little, little wrinkle I found out just like watching is it's like, you know, I... I I, I kind of like this is kind of weird to say, but I I, I kind of like the role of like Mary Jane just being being the the mom in the situation, just detailing. It's like yeah, you could you could do that. Look at he spit like, like ten minutes there, ten minutes back. Yeah, you'd be all good for class. Yeah. It's like Peter's just like, oh, do I have yeah. to? Yeah, that was, that was also like one of the things I loved about um this you know <laughs> the Ultimate Universe. Breaking news from Queens. A creature described by eyewitnesses as looking, quote, sort of like a rhinoceros but bigger, is rampaging through the streets of the city. We have not yet confirmed reports that this is the same creature that Iron Man subdued. Hey, you remember the big rhinoceros-looking guy? You're gonna have to be more specific. He's, like, on the loose. Oh, man. The trick finals next period. Ten minutes there, kick the rhino guy in the ding-ding, and ten minutes to get back. You can do that with your mask on backwards. Go! Is that just like a different take on on Mary Jane, where uh, she was more more of an active player in in you know uh, Peter's life and in his life as a as a masked you know superhero. Exactly. That's, that's, that's ultimately why I kind of liked that version of like Mary Jane the best. Is showing how that relationship is. Yeah, she's just obviously just there for like titillation or like, oh god, my marriage. Oh no, oh, what no. am I gonna do I, about that? I done now? got kidnapped uh. again. Well, shucks. Exactly. It's like, oh my modeling career. Like, oh my photography career. Oh my acting mm -hmm. career. Like, okay, that's that's really interesting. I'm mm, sorry. Here it's like she's the girl next door, and she, they they've they've had a they've had a thing for years, and you know eventually it does bloom, and she's even accepted the Spider-Man portion of his life. And supports them in it. Exactly, you know? yeah. So that that uh, young naivety, naivety, naivete, naivete. That, that's that's the word. That's the word <laughs> I'm thinking of. But uh, just like going, it's like, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's do it. Like I want to be on this adventure with you. Let's this do sounds it. Like fun. Yeah, you might die, but you know, I, I'm 15. Yeah, let's go with it. So oh yeah, we're young. We're, we we can be reckless. <laughs> Our bodies are resilient. We're invincible. Well, yours especially, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. No. 
Anything else you want to mention about the Rhino section? It is definitely like probably the best Rhino section of any Spider-Man game ever. I mean, yeah, pretty much up you know for up, up until now. Uh, uh, let's see, it was, it was pretty standard. It, it was definitely doing a lot more than previous uh, Rhino fights uh, up until then. Uh, the one that like stands out that I can remember was from uh, Spider-Man game, uh, like back in like. I believe 2000, uh, back on the PS1. Or okay, I think yeah. that one, all it was was like, oh, hey, here's Rhino, here's a bunch of walls. You gotta let him tackle into a wall, and you punch him. That's it. Yep, that's exactly the same one in Spider-Man 2, but uh, like, just like, oh, well, you just have to like jump out of the way, and then he gets dizzy, and, well, he's done for. It, it just seemed, seemed like a real... I guess you could say, like, well, here's a joke character. Here's a joke character from the 60s that's like, eh, I, I, I guess. Yeah, here's, a, here's, a, here's a giant, even more muscular, you know, Mongo from, uh, from Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Blazing yeah. Saddles, yeah. Uh, he's like, duh, I got, I've been webbed. Uh, but no, and here, it's actually, like, it's revealed at the end of the boss fight that it's just a, 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 a nerd in a robotic rhino suit it's it, it's just like a, like a bald dwarf mm -hmm. nerd that it's just like well commanding of this the hulking mm -hmm. mech uh and it's like oh so this yeah. technically like you know this this rhino is a bit smarter than that he's like he's the entire time he's like talking he ever whenever he talks to his spidey he's like using a very complicated words or whatever or just like names for things yeah yeah and you can tell some some real big like sat mm -hmm. words of some sort yeah so it's just him trying to get his objective done so and and just like Trask. Trask. Why does that name seem so familiar? Back away from me, Master Venger! My diminutive corpus will not withstand your contumelious defeasance! Not with the big words again! Time to abscond this locus! Going about um, fighting Spidey in a bit smarter way, like, you know, using the environment against him, throwing cars at any opportunity whenever he's in the air. Uh, but yeah, ultimately, you just, you know, have to just land on his back and eventually, like, whittle down on, on the exposed wiring and that panel. And eventually, you get to right, right. And when I remember even, like, playing it, like, you know, back when I was a kid. Um, like, that was, even if it was early on, it was probably one of the most frustrating boss fights for me. Because, you know, up until then, <laughs> it was, you know, boss fights were, you know, uh, or at least to me, I was... Yeah very reckless and just go no just just straight, straight ahead just keep punching them it'll eventually you'll win just hitting the hit the square button yeah. over and over again I can't yep. go wrong with that but you know after maybe like as much as like seven tries you know and like a good break from you know being angry uh <laughs> i eventually was like got patient enough to be able to like you know dodge the all the debris and and be able to actually whittle down the health uh eventually yeah, it's it's like I I don't know what what, what the uh, upcoming Spider-Man game by Insomniac is going to be doing with Rhino. I, I I know you're at liberty to say anything about it, but this is definitely the the most the, the standout um, Rhino portion ever because you actually see the destruction he <laughs> he made beforehand and then save the various people he just left behind because he was reckless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, him him barreling down a Manhattan. Um, yeah, no, uh, I don't really, actually, like you mentioned, I can't really say much, um, but you really wouldn't, oh, no. honestly, you wouldn't have to wait that much, uh, the game comes out as of this recording on Friday, I gotcha. but yeah, no, there's, it'll, it'll definitely be an interesting, um, boss fight, uh, against him, and the rest of the Sinister Six, whoever, whoever's in Ooh. there, 
Yeah, it, it, it like changes every time. You can never tell, but you always got get you got to have your your, your dumb characters, your, your, your scorpion, your rhino, your shocker. Your shockers, yeah. We got we got them all. Exactly, yeah. You got like so many characters, so many villains involved. And like, like funnily enough, like the the last like really good Spider-Man game to do that was pretty much like Ultimate Spider-Man and Shattered Dimensions to have like a ton of villains involved in a Spider-Man game. It, he's he's Spider-Man easily has like one of the best rogues gallery, you know. Like if, if if there was like the only two like comparable rogues galleries that people can like off the top of their head mention it's either either Batman or Spider-Man because they have the most memorable villains. So it's always fun to like see just like you know drops draw them up from like, you know, the pool of so many villains be like, oh, which ones do you, do we want to play with right now? You know? Yeah, and those two usually have like the, the biggest games. What, what 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 ideas can we you know like spring off from from their abilities? You know, and we try to implement right. that into there. So you know, with now, would you say there would be like a close second to your pick in Ultimate Spider-Man? Is, is there like another section in the game? That was also like a like a standout for you. I mean, let's see. Uh, well, we you know we, we can't really talk about Ultimate Spider-Man without talking about one of its like the biggest standout things for it, which was playing as Venom. Right, right. And for me, it's kind of a split. It's either between like his fight with Carnage or his like I guess tutorial his his early introduction um, to gameplay with you know uh, a boss fight with. Wolverine. Yeah, I, I don't remember that one that much, but like when I first heard it, it was like, Jesus, that's how you started? Mm -hmm. Alright. Or it's cool. like, if, if, if I recall, it was, um, you know, Eddie, uh, like almost immediately after, like, the beginning face off with, with, uh, Pete, uh, mm -hmm. like just barrels into, into New York, uh, and ends up just crashing into a bar and throws, <laughs> throwing, throwing a motorcycle through it and, who, whose motorcycle was that, you say? Well, unfortunately, <laughs> it was Wolverine's. So he wasn't exactly happy about that. Bad idea, bub. <laughs> bub, you have no idea how big a mistake you just made. That's my bike you smashed this place up with. What are you supposed to be, anyway? I'm the best at what I do. And what that is ain't pretty at all. See these claws? Unbreakable. You did not. I'm living to have a nice quiet evening without some damn thing. Yeah, it must have been like a really cool reveal. Just to see this like, oh crap, we got Wolverine here too. Oh, okay. Wow. Alright. But yeah, that <laughs> proceeds into like a brawl inside of a bar. Yeah, like definitely not too fond of like the Venom sections. Besides it being like kind of cool, but it also had a little, a little bit of that uh, the distance where it's like, oh yeah, you're, you're playing as Venom, and uh, to keep you from like keep from like Eddie Brock from dying, like I'll just go around eating people. Mm. It just 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 let the suit consume people. Yeah, definitely. That's that was probably alive. one of my gripes with with the Venom sections. Is like I, I don't want to have to just you know feed off of people all the time. This is a bit much. <laughs> This is a bit much, and it's like you're just doing that to get a health, pretty much, and it's like to like mm. extend your timer, basically. Yeah. But I did appreciate uh, at least his different, um, what do you call it? Um, uh, tentacle moves. His, his tentacle like his moves and his 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 uh, traversal methods, where you know Spidey was you know super yeah, just, you know athletic, you know super just um, what do you call it? Acro ac agile. agile, acrobatic, yeah. swinging around the city. Eddie's this big lumbering, um, you know, thing that's if, if, at the most is just going to use a, a tendril to like pull himself and extend, yeah, to extend out, out yeah. and, and pull himself in a direction. But otherwise, it's like this Hulk character that's just you know booming through a street and just does super jumps like that. Yeah, he, he's just this like roided out Luigi <laughs> to uh, Spider-Man's Mario. It's like he can jump higher and he's stronger. Okay. And, he, and, he, and Spider-Man can never see him coming because he's he completely goes under the radar of a spider of the spider sense. They still have that intact in the ultimate. 
universe? Because um, I remember, like in, in the comics, it was, it was like a big thing, like like opposing. I, I think so. If anything, that was changed, at least from like what was happening in the game. Like when, whenever, okay. whenever, like Eddie or or Symbio was around, Pete would get like a really like massive headache, like a like a, like a really bad one. But that would be it. right. Not know what's yeah, going it's on. Yeah, just like right. what the hell is that? But that's about it. Well, it's one of the best advantages hmm. that that Venom has on Spidey. Yeah, it's like Eddie Brock is just like wandering around, moping around town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can he can just you know he can sneak attack Spidey at any moment, really. Right, right. It doesn't sound like the game exactly like toys with that so much. Like based off the original Venom run, where he just comes out of nowhere and it just like fucks up Peter's day. Nah, I wish, I wish something like that would have been. You know, like on in there where it's just like you're swinging around and all of a sudden you know hey you're being attacked like a giant like foot comes out of nowhere and just kicks you out of the nose <laughs> a little yeah. bit like um if you played the if you played the the yakuza kiwami oh gosh i really want to but uh, i know who you're talking about um oh gosh your rival yeah, the, your shirtless majima. rival in a motorcycle yeah, majima. Majima, that's because the in there yes. they have a system sounds, called the Majima yeah. Everywhere system, where if you're, whereas <laughs> where Kiryu has the four, um, like the four uh, fighting styles that he has, and the strongest right. one of them is called like the Dragon of Dojima style. It's like his 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 nickname, and the only way you can improve upon that is from fighting Majima. When do you fight Majima? I can't tell you because he just shows up whenever. <laughs> Which could be like, oh, either he shows up as dressed as a cop and, you know, doing a, an inspection on you, or suddenly, like, he just pops out of, a, like, a sewer, um, like, grate. <laughs> or, for, if you're, for some reason, you're going to... Uh, oh, my if, God. If for some okay. reason, you're going to, um, like, a cabaret club to, to, to meet with a lady, <laughs> the lady could turn around and, hey, it's Majima in a dress fighting you. <laughs> I want. I would love to have something like that. He's, he's just fucking like Kato from the Pink exactly. Panther. Then <laughs> <laughs> just come home. And it's like, all right, where is he? Oh, he's on top of the bed. Okay, he is the bed. Uh. Well, yeah, I, I would love to see some, something like that happen with Venom. Yeah. Speaking of Spider-Man, any closing comments you want to make of Ultimate Spider-Man? Uh, there's not really much to say like you know there's a lot of people you know everyone argues over like what is the like the definitive spider-man game experience um right and before um you know we throw our hat in the ring uh i mean to me it was ultimate spider-man web of shadows was a close second but to me like the spider-man game was ultimate spider-man as much as i liked um two as well uh, just because right. uh, you know, where whereas two, uh, it, it, it you know it introduced everybody to the concept of an open world, um, you know, S- Spider-Man with you know, uh, webs with a really real with a really good swing system. It ultimate like uh, simplified and like streamlined that system to be a little bit more, you know, fun. Because uh, there were there was some there right. was some more like technical foibles with the set in, in two, um, and you know it, it took that it took what was really good from two and then you know put it through the process of okay we got that nailed down now let's see if we can you know give that comic experience exactly that's what really pushed it over and it just like I I'm I'm still like kicking myself for like forgetting about ultimate spider-man completely like yeah it was like it was more more like c- compacted down for like, it seemed more of a more, more kid yeah, friendly more of a I focused guess. effort really yeah that's, that's a better way to put it but just just think about it it's like what exactly was wrong with ultimate spider-man there's like nothing completely really because like two ha- had like the same issues of like uh, the first movie first uh, spider-man movie game where it was like it's like the animations are they did not age well at all. Oh no, all. definitely not. <laughs> and you know, the other like gripe from that back too was that, well, you could only do so much with just the plot of the movie. Um, so they had to improvise, and make additional much, yeah. like you know side content with with villains that you didn't see in the movie. Uh, like, it's like oh, there's hey, Shocker look, again. it's Mysterio. You're robbing a Seven Eleven for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that part in the movie where. Um, 
aliens attacked mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, and it turns out it was just you could just one punch Mysterio. <laughs> it's really sad. <laughs> yeah, that's God. If I'm gonna do like another level select on a Spider-Man game, it's definitely mm-hmm. that section. That that was that's, those are probably like the most memorable parts for me for for Spider-Man Two. The stuff that wasn't like involved with them. That wasn't entirely like game. Yeah, that wasn't stuff. entirely like tied to the movie. It's just that extra stuff. It's like, oh, you gotta improvise that. It's like, oh crap, it's Black Cat. Oh hey, yeah. what are you doing? Is that what she would have looked like in in the movies? Huh? Interesting. That's a lot of cleavage, there, oh, lady. Well. <laughs> we we say this as like this morning we like dropped the teaser for our Black Cat. DLC. Right, I, I, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, uh, we're, yeah, it's it's like oh, she's actually dressed sensibly and not like like okay, I'm just gonna let all those wind just hit my it like the the top parts of my mm. breast here. It gets hot in this uh, cat suit. I need to ventilate. Uh, <laughs> That's one way to do it, yeah. Okay, like, hey, whatever. It's all power to you. Any other closing comments to Ultimate Spider-Man besides it being pretty much the the best Spider-Man game up to this point? But, like, as of 2017, I guess mm-hmm. I can say. Uh, well, there's not really much else to say, I think. It's, it's, it's really, like, Web of Shadows, Shattered Dimensions, 2... Ultimate Spider-Man, like th- th- those are those like, are the like, easy like the good, top, easy like mm, best the best four. you know the benchmarks basically. It's like okay, here's are the ones that you can draw stuff from. Uh, but yeah, exactly. Uh, Ultimate uh, Ultimate was definitely um, among even those. It was my my absolute favorite. All right, then is there anything you want to plug, Marco? Well, uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, a game I've been you know helping out on is coming out uh, this as of this recording on Friday. So it's uh, Marvel's Spider-Man on, on PS. Oh, shit. I was about to say Shadow of the oh, Tomb Raider. Oh, dang. You caught me with that one, too. <laughs> uh, no, it, it's uh, Marvel's Spider-Man on, exclusively on PS4. Uh, I'm sorry. We're not going to put it on PC, and we're not going to put it on Xbox. Or I'm Xbox. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, got, I got my uh, Xbox One X for, for, for Spider-Man oh, for some reason. Oh, no. You got the the, the Spider Man themed Xbox. Exactly. Yeah. You just spray painted it red. And, uh, but yeah, uh, if if you. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Ah, Apple. okay. But yeah, no, uh, that's coming out Friday. You know, maybe maybe it'll top them all. Who knows? That's. I like it a lot. I'm, I could be biased. I mean, yes, but there's also a lot of like, well. Yeah, uh, yes, you're biased, but a lot of other people are saying like, yes, yeah, this this looks everything is in motion to be incredible here. Like, just to be like, you know what, this this is the benchmark now. Now, full disclosure, I did well as like a birthday gift. Like, I, I was given like the PS4 Pro PS4 Pro version of this um, game and console of the PS4, and yeah, like. I, Fuck, bro. Like, I'm excited, and the rest of the PB people, Dylan, Kayla, and uh, TL, are excited. So, yeah, like, best of luck to you. Best of luck to the game, too. And uh, you're still going to be with uh, Insomniac after this, right? It's not like. Oh, a no, no. I am, I am right? on full time. Oh, okay, good. Okay, good. Okay. You never know sometimes. Like, it's just like, is this just like a contract position they need you, like, short term, no. or like, okay, good. No, I, I was fortunate good. enough to be uh, brought on full time. I, I am deeply jealous of you. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, I worked myself yes. to the bone to get here. But yeah. No, no, uh, you, you totally deserve it. I, I'm totally happy you, you were there. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's got to model all, all those uh, uh, Mr. Negative Exactly. I, I, I've said this repeatedly like on Twitter, but it's like my when I got on, my absolute goal was for people to associate the word Calipigian with the game. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, um, the, the the word means uh, to possess an ideal rump. So oh, keep that in mind with like basically any character. I most likely oh, I most yeah. likely get, um, went ahead and just you know made sure that they have a, a perfectly nice butt. <laughs> Thirsty Games yeah. Twitter, get an eye on you. I'll make sure to at Marco every time I see someone post about that. Whenever whenever any character is. Uh, is uh named thick um that you you, you best believe that i'm like like a like you know, peeking out of like the clouds like winking at you like yeah giving your thumbs up from yeah. the clouds oh yeah 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> but if you if you want to follow me on Twitter or anything like that, you can um, follow me on as at Boxing Marco. It's basically what I use for like all my social media. What is the origins of Boxing Marco? Uh, surprisingly, very boring. It was just. Uh, uh, you like boxing? Uh, pretty and... much. Uh, no, it, it's uh, even I didn't come up with it really. It was just uh, I was signing up for Xbox Live, like when I was like I don't know, thirteen or twelve. And because at right. the time my little like profile, um, my offline profile was just Marco. You're like, oh, someone already took Marco. So here are some automated options for you. <laughs> and among them was like boxing Marco. And I'm like, oh, that that, that one. Yeah, okay. sure. Yeah, that, we'll that, that seems yeah. vaguely associated with me. <laughs> I feel it. Uh, and we just yeah, I feel scrappy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. definitely. All right, let's go with that one. And I just yeah, I know I couldn't think of anything else since. It, it just stuck, and then everyone else just calls you by Bark Boxy Marco mm-hmm. sometimes. It yeah, that basically works. it. <laughs> I gotcha. Well, thank you so much, Marco, for being on. And as well as plugs, you can follow the show at Level Select Cast on Twitter. I should have more updates coming out from it, but uh, there, if you want to see updates from it, you can follow that. And if you want to support the entirety of the PNB network, um, it is only like three dollars a month. That's our. That's our what, what, one. Uh, if you're trying to like min max Patreons for some reason, that's the one that gets. But um, we have our um, after alpha. Um, actual play podcasts we do with the pretty much the entirety of the um, current P&B crew myself and my, my uh, partner included on the latest episode it was a lot of fun to play a drunk well I was actually drunk yes I, I, was, I was like half the people on it were like a legit drunk too but it was fun but besides that that should do it for this episode we took our plugs, but you can tune in next episode for Marvel Puzzle Quest. Crazy guy, wrecking ball, this gives me an idea. Go! Oh, my leg! Go! Oh, I'm the safety. Now that's a spicy meatball.